welcome to Bit Different. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi, Rob. Hi, how's it going? (laughs) I'm well, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I finally over the car drama. And I'm finding some peace in my existence for the moment. That's nice. Yeah. Except I invited chaos back into my life. Ooh, do tell. I went back on Tinder. Yay! <laughs> I keep switching off between Tinder and OkCupid because what's great about one is awful about the other and vice versa. <laughs> and so... Well, it sounds like you need to do both of them at once then to sort of cancel out the, the badness. Yeah, but that doesn't work either because then you just spend way too much time on your phone and it's already time consuming with one of them. Well, it's like last time I was on OkCupid, yeah. there was no app. It was, you had to have a website open on your phone and it never kept you signed in. So you always had to like sort of sign back in and it wasn't optimized for mobile at all. It was terrible. Really? I didn't know it was that old. I thought like eHarmony was that old. I uh, know. Okay, Cupid. Um, God, last time I was on it was probably six years, years ago, I think. Cause, I'm say six. <laughs> no, because <laughs> I was dating very young. Like, uh, no, because like Todd and I have been together for five and a half years now almost. And I think it might have been six years last time I was on it. And then um, before Todd, I was single for like a year and a half. And oh, then wow. before that, I was in a relationship for about two and a half years, whom I met on OkCupid. Oh, okay. So OkCupid's been around for over 10 years wow but like yeah i imagine it has an app now because you know you have to you have to to survive but like tinder i'm really i'm always like and poor todd's heard me say this a thousand times i'm kind of bummed that like tinder wasn't around when we met each other because seriously there's something that seems so exhilarating and fun about it it's like a game show of like well do you match it's like guess who yeah i love guess who that seems really fun yeah although you know and nerve-wracking you know i have not ever had relationship Two and a half years or longer. So congratulations on that. And I've been at the forefront of online dating since like (laughs) high school or before. So that what, 1996 is when my freshman year in high school, my first boyfriend was um, 1997. And it was over a site called (laughs) gay.com. Remember that? Well, there's a chat room and it wasn't really by location. Well, they had that, but it was more like, subject and i think i was like between like 18 to 25 year olds or whatever at the time and um and i met someone and we talked and he's from michigan and yeah and so we had a long distance relationship like that for a year and i was in high school and he was in high school too he's actually a year younger than me so we're both young and um my dad sent, said I could go and visit him, and he actually came and visit me in California, too. So we spent a whole of three weeks together, the whole year we were together. But I would say that's pretty much the forefront of that whole <laughs> digital dating experience. Yeah. And I've been with it ever since, and guess what? It ain't so great. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. <laughs> At least for me, but I'm glad. Wait, you didn't meet Todd over. We met on an app. Oh, you did? Yeah, we met on Scruff. Oh, Scruff. See, if... If I could be on Scruff, I would be on Scruff. Yeah, I don't think you're nearly scruffy enough. Yeah, but aren't no, they you're called, much too pretty. Aren't they like called otter pops? Am I an otter pop? <laughs> you're not an otter or a seal. I could be a seal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, a, a friend of mine at uh, at work. Um, his, uh, I, I told him about the whole sort of you know uh, animal naming thing of you know bears, cubs, otters. 
and uh, he thought it was really funny. And he said to his, he asked his wife what she thought an otter was. And she was like, is that a man who like claps during sex? <laughs> Which I was like, that would be a seal. <laughs> but uh, that is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard that, I was like, that is, uh, I don't know if I ever want to meet a seal, but that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> seals are so cute. They if are. you could walk them like dogs, they would be the best pet <laughs> if they wouldn't like bite you. Yeah. Well, I love seals and I love sea lions. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to Santa Cruz, they have tons of sea lions, so I always go and watch them. Nice. That's about that. They stink, though. They lay in okay. the sun, though, looking cute. Yeah. They will do that. So you're back on the uh, on the Tinders. I'm back on the Tinders, um, and I'm talking to somebody right now, and he seems cool, but, you know, it's always up in the air. There's like 20 guys who you're kind of like chatting back and forth with, and you never actually ever meet them because... Yeah. Because the internet's full of flakes. Full of flakes. And yeah. I could be one of them. I don't know. <laughs> but um, that's that. And then I have one other story. So um, I'm going to be filming on Transparent next week. What? And I was getting fitted last week for my costume. And I'm in there getting dressed and I'm putting on this bathing suit. And who comes in but this really cute guy. And I was like, Oh my god! And he, he was in, in the dressing trailer, and I look at him. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "He said, hey." I said, "Hi." He is somebody I have been following on Instagram for over a year. Really? He's trans. His name's Sawyer. So go look him up. I'm. I don't know Sawyer something, but he'll probably come up. So is uh, he costume designer? Or? No, he. W- I think he's a PA for okay. Transparent. So when he came in, I like almost lost it. I almost <laughs> peed in that nice costume of mine. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, man. and then I texted my friend who, one of my friends who works on this show, and I was like, I've been following that boy on Instagram, and I did not have a clue that y'all worked with him. I was so happy and sad at the same time. <laughs> That's really cool, though. I, I had no idea you were shooting for Transparent. Yeah, I am. Congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> That's my stories. I like it. Thanks. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think what I've been up to. Uh, not a whole lot this weekend. I tried to keep it real low key, where all I did was just sort of hang out at home. Um, although Todd and I went to go see Kong Skull Island uh, yesterday. I do see that. And we had not been to um, the Chinese theater since it became an IMAX theater, and so uh, we figured, you know what, let's. We, we never do IMAX in 3D. I think the last thing we saw in IMAX 3D was uh, Gravity. Okay. Yeah. And so we figured, you know, fuck it, we'll go. Uh, and um, it was fun. I really liked the movie. Um, Brie Larson has perfect teeth. Don't look at my teeth. Mine are like coffee stained. <laughs> I've been drinking coffee like 12 cups a day. They're so brown from, ugh, I need that whitening system stat. But really? I guess she does, huh? Yeah, she has like a really nice like Smile, good teeth. I think like, she's very pretty. She is. She's not like eccentrically pretty. She's just like regular pretty. Yeah. I, I, she's actually a very just uh, normal looking person. And yeah. And she's just really pleasant to look at. Yeah. Um, she's not super modely. She's just a very normal person, but very pretty. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I like the movie a lot. Um, 
cool special effects, great action. Um, I never really thought I had any strong opinions about King Kong either way, but I really like the Peter Jackson one, and I like this one a lot. The Peter Jackson one was good. Yeah. This one, I hear they um, kind of made it more like in the not the style, but kind of like the way they do a video game. Like they it actually it. felt very video game. It's like it felt very video gamey, just in the way that the movie sort of structured, uh-huh. and that's, then it's like that's challenge structure, yeah. and like boss, boss, boss. They kind of keep throwing big things at you. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. And a friend of ours was one of the writers on it. Um, so um, congrats to Max. Yay, Max. Um, and he was also one of the writers on... Um, I don't think I know Max. He was one of the writers on Godzilla as well. Yay, Max. And, and for all that, we <laughs> like it. Um, I didn't see Godzilla, though. It's really good. Um, the legendary one, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, But yeah, it was, it was kind of funny, though. It was so much money for us to see this movie. Because uh, just the tickets were like almost 50 bucks for the two of us. And then because it was IMAX 3D. So it was like the Chinese. Yeah, it was like 23 bucks per ticket. And then like surcharges. And then, of course, we decided, you know what? Fuck it. We're going out. We're doing it. Let's go big. So we did like, you know, popcorn, sodas, all that. That was like $36 at uh, concessions. And it's not like we went crazy. (laughs) And like, and then parking and all that. It was just, yeah, it was like almost 90 bucks by the time we were done. It was just like, yeah, well, it was, it was a good, we enjoyed the movie at least. If it had been like Cure for Wellness, we might have had a different uh, sort of takeaway from it. Yeah. But, um. Well, that's good. I hear, um, I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything, but I hear that the Easter egg at the end of the film kind of sets the tone for stuff that's already happened in King Kondium. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it definitely is, it's it's building towards expanded universe sort of stuff. Ah. Because um, they already sort of announced that uh, the monster movies are going to continue. I think they're doing Godzilla 2. Are they going to do Mothra? I think they're working <gasps> in the other villains in Godzilla 2. And then there is going to be a crossover of Godzilla and Kong. Wow. And so, like, yeah, they're, they're kind of doing this. They're creating a expanded universe sort of thing where they're bringing the monsters to, uh, they're doing the monster mash, you know, just mash them all I together. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that because, um, so far, I'm, Stop it. so far, I'm enjoying what they're, what they're doing here. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great monsters in the Godzilla, like, legacy that, the U.S. movies have never touched upon. Well, because I know about like Mothra and Gamera, and I don't know any of the other ones. Mecha Godzilla. There's Mecha. Uh huh. Is Gamera the three-headed one? I don't know. There's a like three-headed dragon. There is like a Hydra. And yeah. I, I don't Hydra. know what it is though. Maybe it's Gamera. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up while we talk. I just remember there was a game on the Nintendo. Oh, I remember that game. And it was a side scroller, yeah. and you were pretty big in it, and the other characters were big, and you just kind of like. Went along as Godzilla and fought the enemies. And it had like a, it had a, an overworld that was all a bunch of hexagons. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh my gosh, yes. So it looks like Gamera from me looking it up. It looks like a sea turtle that walks. Let me see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm no that's expert on this definitely thing. Power Rangers status right there. But what the fuck character <laughs> is that? Um, the Hydra? Yeah, like... And I, of course, I'm sure, you know, any listener that knows this is probably screaming at their uh, their phone right now, just like, Trust God! me. Everybody knows about as much as we do. It is Ghidorah. 
the three-headed monster. That's like Jador from Dior. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. New spokesperson. Ready to go. <laughs> Sorry, Charlize Theron. You've been replaced. By Charlize. By something. But I'll watch your new movie. Oh, seriously. Atomic Blonde looks great. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, and I, I hear you saw a movie since we last spoke. I did. I saw Logan. And what did you think? I really fucking loved it. But I've been tormented Every day since the day I saw it, because it <laughs> gave you all the feels, my heart into fifty thousand pieces. Seriously, that movie was so good. And right, and I don't necessarily have emotions, and so this movie brought them back out in me. I cried or teared up, however you want to put it, twice. You got all misty. More than misty, they were running down my face <laughs> oh. in two parts. It's because they're, you just, they're just characters that you love and adore, and to see them in this like post-apocalyptic state is really traumatizing. Well, like there were people behind uh, me and Todd in the theater that were actually like gasping at some points. They yeah, were, they were just shocked that the movie did what it did. It's a great movie. It's beautiful. In its ugliness, mm-hmm. and it's very graphic. Oh, it's, I actually just pre-ordered it on like the 4K Blu-ray set. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, still in theaters. It's thirty bucks, like on Amazon. And the nice thing is, if you pre-order, of course, if it drops in price before it comes out, even for like a day, you get the lowest price that it oh, ever geez. is between your pre-order and shipping. And it's like, I know when it comes out, I'm going to want it. So may as well just pre-order now. Seriously, I mean, it's so fast now. I remember back in like 1994, I think it was when Jurassic Park was in theaters and we found there was this guy at a swap meet who was selling the um must have fallen off a van somewhere oh. actual version of the film like a week early. Really? And you know, it, it took about two years for them to get it on VHS. Yeah. So the fact that we had it a week before everyone else made us feel like gods. We were like, nobody has this. <laughs> well, I remember this being... VHS is golden. <laughs> I remember being amazed. That movie was still in like the in the theaters after a year in oh, Palmdale. That, yeah. In Palmdale. I think it was in theaters for about 56 weeks. And it was just... Because I remember thinking like, wow, this came out over a year ago. I and it's still making that. money. Like people were still going. Because it was just that great there, of a movie. Yeah, there's nothing to compare it to either. Yeah. And um, I think still Jurassic Park is kind of unrivaled in that it still looks great. It's still... The first one looked amazing oh, yeah. still. It still it holds up. It yeah. really does. But also they did a really judicious use of CG and they kept it a lot of puppets still. Yeah. It looks very real. Um, yeah. I love it. So what you playing? Oh, I before I get to what oh, I'm playing, my, my dictionary.com word of the week. Ooh. Of which I always forget to use during the podcast. But, but, the, but the important thing is we're all learning a word here. Yeah, we are. And they're all words that you can use when talking about video games. Seriously, like embitterment through podcasting. Thank you. That's what I think. We are embiggening your vocabulary. And yes, I know embiggen is not a word unless you are a Simpsons fan such as myself. <laughs> it's a perfectly cromulent word. No, embiggen is a word. Miss um, Marvel. You, that's the word she uses really? to, when she stretches. Embiggen? Embiggen. I thought that wasn't actually a real word. That's amazing. I, I mean, it. I don't think it's in the dictionary, but that's it the word be. she uses to stretch. She embiggens. All right. So what's the word? I'm already going to say it wrong. Stravage. 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 Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. I made it French. <laughs> Stravage. And which means what is it? 
And it's spelled weird. It's S-T-R-A-V-A-G-E, which looks like Stravage. But anyway, yeah. Stravage. To wander aimlessly, saunter, or stroll. So I think about already every open world game I've ever played. Yeah, I was about to say, that to- is totally what I'm doing <laughs> in the game I'm currently okay. playing. And yeah. in the game I just finished, which was Diablo 3. So you finished Diablo 3. I love that like, mm-hmm. the whole plan was for us to play together and you just like tore through it. But I guess you can adventure forth oh, afterwards. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I ripped through that one. Um, it was really good. I played most, I would say probably 70% of the game on Torment level three. Mm. So I was in it to like, you know, to t- kick some butt. But well, I've heard that game does not even really begin until you start going into harder difficulty levels. Yeah, what did you play it on? I played on, I, I didn't finish it. I, I'm only like midway through and I'm playing on normal and I don't think I've died yet. It's not, it's kind of a pushover. Yeah, normal is a pushover. Wait till you get to the Torments. Experts, actually, is the fifth level up. Because it goes, okay, it goes normal, hard, master, expert, torment level one through 13. Oh, my God. That's how they, and I got, I got all the way up to torment level seven. And then I had to backtrack a little because then it got like, it was too hard. It was like one hit kills. Oh, well, it is a game that's meant to be played multiple times with, so you can get better and better gear. Yeah, and I didn't and so, um, play with yeah. anybody. They say you're supposed to team up with people. Yeah, co-op is good on that one. I did do it once, and it was the biggest fucking mistake of my life. Were you playing online with randos? I was playing online, and I was streaming, and this guy who or person who was watching me stream was like, hey, can I just join your game? I was like, sure, why not? So join the game, da-da-da. Starts giving me this treasure, which I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, damn, this treasure is strong. I didn't realize somebody, some other, other person who was watching me stream was like, that guy's a cheater. These are all modded things. And I had all this mod shit. And I was like, well, no wonder I'm like busting through these levels and like gaining point or um, like levels up, leveling up like every 10 seconds. Oh, wow. And so I realized it was cheating and I was like, oh my God. So I got rid of the gear, but then it was fucking up my levels because the bosses or the the characters the enemies were really difficult and i went back down to my old gear so it just wasn't like yeah collaborating crazy and it eventually did get back to regular but it was a pain in the ass to have to change all the levels back down to regular levels and mm. don't do that anyone out there <laughs> with strangers only do it with your friends yeah. keep it in the family <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you had fun though playing through the game oh yeah the game was awesome Excellent. Yeah, I loved it. Nice. Yeah. I love I thought killing Diablo would be the end of it, but I was well wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have the Reaper of Souls expansion, so yeah, you got to get into the Reaper. And that expansion is not short. It is a no, really it, long it was, it was expansion. Like, I think it's like almost like a full game kind of thing, right? It's pretty long. I would say it took me three hours to get through it. Okay. It was not a bad. good amount of time, yeah. Cool. So, and, and I love the voiceovers for all the demons. Like... I love that very like, <laughs> like the guy from Doom. Yeah, like, that is such a good narration. Yeah, yeah, obsessed. Or the Reaper from Overwatch. Oh, die, Reaper. die, die! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, Reaper. Yeah. Um, I've been just playing more Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It's so good. How far do you think you are? Um, I think uh, I'm probably about. Probably fifty percent, I think, because um, at one point in the game you need to sort of do uh, take care of four things 
in order to sort of make it so you can go towards the final boss. I've done two of those. Mm. Um, and then just in general, like, and also at the same time in the game, not to go into any specifics for anyone who hasn't played it yet. Uh, there's also 12 <laughs> things that you need to do of another thing. And I've done seven of those. Um, and then, of course, there's a ton of collectibles that I'm way not even scratching the surface on. But um, having a good time, you know, wandering around and uh, just having a good time with it. Um, it's really crazy, though, because uh, I've been comparing my experience for the game with people I know that are playing it at work and stuff. And um, it's just a really thoughtful sort of sandbox of a game in that it gives you mm -hmm. all the tools to kind of do what you want. And then how you accomplish those things is up to you. Up to you. Like, uh, I'm playing the game where I tend to, I'm going a lot more on the getting hearts instead of stamina pieces. And uh, a friend of mine's doing all stamina all the time. And the way he plays the game is much more vertical than mm. I do because he's doing a lot more climbing. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, but there's just like little stuff like this really smart, like uh, to um, to rest until like, a, or to wait until a certain time of day, you just have to sit by a fire. But if so you can't find a fire, all you have to do is throw down like a, some wood and a piece of flint mm -hmm. and then... Because you can collect many different pieces of items Yeah, you can collect you so many things. Yeah. And like you throw down some wood and if you don't have wood, you can cut down a tree and get wood and then uh, throw some flint down with it. And if you strike the flint with a metal weapon of any sort, like a sword or whatever, it'll hit it, make a spark light on fire. and light on fire. And then you have a... a fire so you can um you can cook on it you can wait there and then like say you need to light some else on fire then all you have to do is pull out your torch and ah. get that flaming and then you can go burn other stuff like trees or grass or whatever really yeah and like and if you're going through like a, a cold cool. if you're going through like a cold i like area, the, the details like that it's really smart and like uh if you're in a, a place that's that's too cold for your body to handle you can like make food that has um hot peppers in it which will increase your body temperature so you wow. you can survive the cold or you can get warm clothing or you can carry around a flaming item like a torch or uh I have a spear that just uh, innately makes fire yeah and if i have the flame spear attached to my back i don't suffer from coldness anymore that's so fucking cool like, actually the game just has a lot of really thoughtful stuff in it that's really really cool and as we talked about from um last week remember i talked about like how uh, during the crush segment we talked about how he starts in his uh basically board shorts yeah and we assumed there had to be somebody playing through the game without dressing yeah. him someone did of course and it turns out npcs in the game speak to you differently if you're not wearing clothes like they call you out. Oh, they it. knew they there would be people doing that. They call so you out like, for okay. like walking up and being shirtless or whatever and like uh you know like, No shoots, no shoots. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. But yeah, like the it's the NPCs treat you differently uh if you are not clothed. So it, it is like the game's just full of little details That's like cute. that that just really make it a very um a very full experience. Like it just feels, yeah. it feels very finished. Um, and yeah. Now the villain in this is Ganon, right? It is Calamity Ganon. Yes. It's not, I, as far as I can tell, I don't think it is like, you know, pig nose Ganon, uh, but I don't know for sure. Cause uh, he seems to be sort of a, a general sort of like miasma or miasma. I'm not sure I pronounce that actually, but like a general sort of like evil cloud around a castle. Oh, so okay. yeah, like uh, there seems to be like a, a greater evil that Ganon represents. I'm not sure what his form will be. Gotcha. Um, 
That and I also started playing a little bit of Shovel Knight using the other characters. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Well, I already played through Plague Knight, yeah. and I'm having a really hard time with him right now. Plague, or not, or the new with one. With Plague Knight, but um, Spectre Knight, though, Spectre. I did the first level. It's awesome. It's so good. It plays really differently, and um, I actually replayed, you know, the first level of, of Plague Knight as well, just to sort of figure out the story, because I was trying to remember, like, what the story was. Yeah. And so the whole idea is that Plague Knight is trying to... Um, so, of course, yeah, Shovel Knight, you're trying to save Shield Knight. Uh, Plague Knight, you are trying to make the ultimate uh, potion. And to do so, it turns out every single other boss character is unwittingly uh, standing in front, like, you know, or they're standing in front of you getting an ingredient you need. So you have to take out all the bosses to get an ingredient to make you unstoppable. Oh, gotcha. And then Spectre Knight for Spectre of Torment is a prequel to the game and you are cursed and that's why uh so you need to accomplish this so you can get your your form back your body back Um. and so you are cursed and undead it seems and your job is to recruit various knights to join the enchantress's uh evil legion and so like i think you have to probably fight and take down every boss to convince them to join your cause sweet so it's it's kind of cute that they they create like a whole you know, yeah, different story for everybody. For all of them. That's so cool. But yeah. So I, I played a little bit of that over the weekend just after I, I couldn't, after my eyes were bleeding from too much uh, Zelda. Yeah. My eyes were bleeding from Diablo. I played probably seven hours a day, three days in a <laughs> row. I looked at the time, it was three in the morning at one time, and I was like, oh my goodness, who am I, a high schooler? <laughs> and so I went to bed, got up at eight, played it until. 1 p.m. and then went to Long Beach to like their art show, art walk thing they had. I was like, this is not my existence, but it was fun. Nice. Yeah, it made me feel young again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. um, the, so uh, I read something recently and it made me very concerned about you and I was just worried. I want to make sure you're okay. Right. There's been that uh, posting um, or like sort of confirmation saying that there will not be after this uh, new sort of freestanding expansion on Uncharted 4, there will not be any more Uncharted from Naughty Dog. What? Yeah. At least that's what the that's what the article said. I mean, they could always change their mind. Oh, my. But I didn't know that. I knew that the um, one of the co-owners broke off away from the company. Yeah. Christoph is retiring. Retiring because he wants to have a family. Yeah, well, he has a family, but he wants to have a family life. Yeah, well, he's been working real hard for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, another Uncharted game from Naughty Dog is unlikely, the studio says, because they have other stuff to focus on, like The Last of Us and hopefully maybe a new franchise. Um, that does not mean Uncharted's gone, of course, because Uncharted... I'm so angry right now. Well, Uncharted the series is owned by Sony. It's not owned by Naughty Dog. Yeah, so, so I don't care. they could always give it to another developer to continue making Uncharted uh, yeah. games. Like the, the who would you give it to? Well, the one for the Vita uh, for, was made by Bend Studios, and that was mm. a really very good handheld Uncharted game. Um, and of I course, Bend that. is currently making Days Gone, Days Gone by, Days Gone, I think, which is the new. It's a new PlayStation Four title um, that uh, made a big splash at E three this year. Hmm. Um, 
But yeah, might as well make sure you're okay because uh, I read I'm not that okay now. I was, I was until you told me I was actually having a great day until now. Well, I'm sorry, but I felt you Jesus. should. Better you, you hear it from me. me. A heart attack. Better you hear it from me than from anyone else. <laughs> I'm just going to resent you now. No, sorry. <laughs> not trying to ruin what you love. Oh, God. It is my favorite other than Mass Effect because that's like everything I ever talk about. It's my favorite. But you know, I kind of want to play Street Fighter V. Yeah. Now that you told me the firmware updates and everything's okay, Cupid, everything's <laughs> nice and yummy. And if you're willing to throw a couple mm-hmm. bucks at it, you could have hot Ryu. I I was looking at the prices though; it's a little expensive. Is it? Still. I have an actually... seventy dollars for the the better one, or no, seventy nine. So eighty dollars. That's a little crazy. Or fifty nine for the regular, and I was like, no, wow. no, no, no. This is over a year old. Well, I can loan you the disc on that one if you want. You have it. I have the disc. Yes, yes. Then you can throw a couple of dollars towards Hot Ryu. Yes. Okay, Because good. I need to see him. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm so in. Good. Okay, hopefully it makes up for the bad news earlier. No. I know it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Fabulous. Um, so what do you think about the new Thor coming out in Cape Blanchette? I'll see her do anything. I know, me too. She's just like... She oh, is I so cool. She can do anything. Like Elizabeth and Elizabeth the Golden Age are two of my favorite films ever. And I mean, it was only magic from then on. I feel like her and Tilda Swinton must be somehow like related. And maybe Carol somehow. Because like they can both... I, I feel like especially the two of them though, because they do such weird projects. Yeah, it's true. And like... And I'm on board for whatever they do. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh, Kate Blanchett's playing Bob Dylan? Okay. Of course. Yeah. Duh. Makes sense to me. You know, like, <laughs> Tilda Swinton is the Angel Gabriel? Yeah, yeah. We all knew that. Hello. Like, seriously, like, they just she just woke up, rolled out of bed, and did that role. I'm assuming that's just what she looks like on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, that was dope. You know. That was great. What was that, um, what was that movie? Uh, that was, uh, Constantine. Constantine. That was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So have, did you ever see the movie, um, you remember the Ewoks had their own spinoff films? The Ewok Adventure? Yeah. Yeah. But do you remember, um, not the Caravan of Courage, which was the first one, but the, um, Battle for Endor? That's the only one I've seen, actually. I think I've only seen the second one and I've seen it like a billion times. That's the one that has Wicket in it, right? They both have Wicket. Okay, I remember Wicket. And they're Wicket. both with Sindel, and they both follow each other. Is that the one? Who's the girl with the the, the blonde curly hair? Okay, that's her. Yeah. Okay, I think I've only seen the second one. Okay. Oh, still. Well, Because I, I could not have told you the name of the first one. Oh, yeah. I love those films. I, I mean, obsessed. I even have them on DVD, so we can actually what? watch What? Because I need to see that first one. Yeah. So, um, anyhow, there's this character um, in Battle for Endor, and she's a witch. And her name is Choral. That sounds like a disease. But she looks, right? I come down with a terrible case of Choral. <laughs> sounds like churros. Ooh, that's actually it's a delicious like, disease. It's a delicious disease. Um, especially from Disneyland. But um, I have to get a picture up right now because Kate Blanchett's character looks just like her. And I'm actually going to do a side-by-side on Twitter <laughs> after this launches because... It's ridiculous. Well, it's like, while you look that up, I have to say, um, I didn't know a whole lot about Thor Ragnarok. Um, I didn't even know Kate Blanchett was in it until this, like, Entertainment Weekly came out, pretty much. And um, I 
am so excited that Tessa Thompson is in it. She's playing, I guess, Valkyrie. And um, I am just fucking thrilled that Tessa Thompson is getting the, um, like, people are attaching to her and casting mm-hmm. her and stuff like they mm-hmm. are. Because, um, I mean, I love her in Westworld. Uh, but, of course, I fell in love with her in Dear White People, which I love I that movie. Saw that. Oh, it's so good. And I cannot wait for the Netflix TV series. I feel so bad that uh, that it's receiving such um, bullshit on, uh, like, internet hate about it. But, oh, There's man. There's Oh, yeah. Totally. And there's Kate. Yeah. Isn't that the same person? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I love it. That's, That's awesome. I, when I was little, <laughs> I thought I was going to grow up to be this woman. <laughs> or as Charles. Well, whatever. It's Charles. Thing. But yeah. Um, yeah, Thor looks cool, though. And the director of Thor, I think, of Ragnarok, is the guy who did uh, What We Do in the Shadows, I believe. Oh, sweet. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. Because I'm not a huge Thor fan. I didn't like the first two movies that much. I loved the first one. I despised the second one, the Dark World. Dark World. Yeah. And um, I thought it was, I mean, I love the first one so much that the second one just hurt my heart. <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth is fucking gorgeous. And I would have all his babies. He's definitely not my type, but I can still recognize beauty <sighs> when I see it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's everybody's type. He's got... The butchness, he's got the bareness, he's got the cute boyness, he's got the tall, he's got everything. I am glad he cut his that his hair has been cut for this new one. I like I it. liked him both ways. It's I like it with the short hair. That's good. I, I like a man with long hair because I'm obsessed with like surfers. Mm, okay. Yeah. Which is bad because they're bad boys, but um <laughs> um but I just love surfer boys and um yeah, but I like him now too. With his yeah. haircut, yeah, looks good. He looks he hot. He looks more militant. Yeah, I would say. Because where he kicks some ass. Yeah, kicks some ass. Yeah. So okay, great. Yeah, so we're looking forward to Kate Blanchett as Hella, and um, yeah, the Wonder Woman trailer it launched also. Did it? I have not seen that. <laughs> That's how the song goes. Does that sound right? <laughs> Yeah, and it looks really good. And actually, um, Hemsworth and Gal, they both um, spoke at the Children's Choice Awards, the oh, Nickelodeon one. Yeah. It was so cute. And they gave everybody the gauntlets, the um, Wonder oh. Woman gauntlets. And they had like a laser show where the kids were deflecting the lasers. That's cute. So cute. And I was like, I wish I had those damn gauntlets. Yes, I did not watch the Kids' Choice Awards Um because I don't understand children or, or their choices. Yeah, I don't either. But, but I saw she posted it, Gal. Well, so that's the only reason I saw it. And like, it's weird though. I mean, I I think John Cena is a weird choice to host the Games Choice Awards, except that he's just so fucking charming. I really like John Cena. Like, I don't know much about him, mm-hmm. except like I really enjoyed him in Trainwreck. Yeah, I don't know much about John Cena either, actually. But like, it it is like. Trainwreck was a treasure trove of, I want to say untapped talent because they were in it, but talent that I didn't know would be so damn pleasing because like John Cena was great and um, oh my God, I can't think of his name. Uh, LeBron James was... He was, yeah, they were funny. Yeah, like he was 
so good. He was so it. awkward, John Cena. He was. He made me kind of like, ew. <laughs> the washcloth on the boner scene was really something special. Yeah, uh, something special. <laughs> but yeah, the um, yeah, I really liked that movie. And I liked, you know, the sort of uh, nice surprises that, that people offered in that. Yeah. Well, back to the trailer, though. Yes. Um, Hippolyta. Is that her name? The Queen of the Amazons? I'm not sure I pronounce it, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, see, that's who I thought Cape Blanchett. She's not in this, though. She, mm. no. Yeah, anyhow, sorry. We were talking earlier, and I thought Cape Blanchett was also in Wonder Woman, but it's not her. Yeah, that'd be a little bit of a conflict of interest, I guess, if she was doing both. A, yeah, a DC and a Marvel. Marvel. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't thinking at the moment. So, um, anyhow, yeah, the Amazons, I love that they're doing the whole backstory. There's this book that I love, and I can't think of the author. I'll look it up. But it, the book was called The Last of the Amazons. And I read this book, and it's kind of like a history of the Amazons, but you follow it through one character kind of like in um, The Mists of Avalon where you follow um, Morgan Le Fay the whole time. Mm-hmm. This one you follow like this outcast Amazon. And... And I love the book so much. And I told my brother, I said, I have this book. I want you to read it. And I give it to him. He said, you mean this book? And he pulls out the hardcover version. I said, you bitch. (laughs) So I stole that from him and I still have it. (laughs) Did you at least replace it with the paperback? No, I have both. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Take that, Travis. Does he know you took it? He does uh, now, probably. Does he listen? Yeah, he listens and he knows now. But it's in good hands. It's my hands. Um, And it's by Stephen Pressfield. He also did a book on the Spartans, the 300. Oh, okay. Before the 300. Before the graphic novel? Yeah, it's actually, I guess, more closely related to the actual Spartans. Crazy. Um, Yeah, so I recommend that read. Last of the Amazons. Nice. Um, Yeah. So... You got a crush for the week? I do have a crush. All right. I need to know who this is. And he's so hot. Yeah. And and I want to just like gush over him, but he's not human, which is great. <laughs> um, Thane. Oh, yeah. He's a Jarell, uh, which is like a species in Mass Effect 2. And then he's also in Mass Effect 3. And then he's this assassin, super hot. He's super suave, um, has his shirt open the whole time. So his rippling chest is out. And I think he's like the fucking hottest character ever. And then in Mass Effect 3, it's more tragic because in 2, you learn that he has this fatal disease. That's like when you when you first meet him, he tells you, I had to do this. This part of my life is going to be over. I'm, you know, I'm giving up the Assassin's Creed and <laughs> I'm living a more saintly life because I have this disease I'm, and I'm dying. So in three, you deal with him in the hospital and kind of like move him along his way and try to be his friend and do things for him. And it breaks my fucking heart. That was, that was, I remember that. That was not easy. Not easy. Um, and he had a really cool voice. It had a really great, like, sort of yeah. treated raspy effect. You are so good at remembering things like that. I didn't even remember that until I listened to, like, some of his dialogue earlier today. I was like, oh, yeah. 
This he is has a fine tune. He has a good voice. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of Mass Effect, there's not uh, there's a little bit of a sidetrack from the crushes. Um, my ooh la la, <laughs> as you show me some deviant art from uh, from him, um, or of him rather. Uh, so this is like a nerdy item that is uh, fun, and if you are into it, you should go get it. Um, there is a Cards Against Humanity expansion for Mass Effect. I did read about yeah. that or see that. It is at the website totallyfuckablealiens.com. Oh my god. It's... And it's a dollar. What? It's a dollar with free shipping, I believe. It's only maybe 15 cards. I think it's five black cards and 10 white cards. Um and uh but yeah, it's like mine just arrived uh, a couple days ago. You got it. I did. Could you have brought it so we could have read the cards? Well, I wrote down two of them that are okay. really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of them is, uh, these are both white mm-hmm. cards. Uh, one of them was Bone Crushing Sex with a Metal Woman. <laughs> of course, referring to uh, Joker's love for Edie. E- yeah, Edie. Uh-huh. And then um, the other one, this is just my favorite because it totally, uh, ident- it's just, that's how I played the game, which is just running a few errands before saving the galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to finish yeah, mining that planet. You got to grocery shop a little bit. Yeah, you got to raise your galactic readiness. Like the galaxy can wait. They can all wait. I've got there are shit things to, do. to do. I have loyalty missions to handle okay. here. I got to go cure the genophage. That's right. Um, there was also one about like a armor covered uh, Krogan war clitoris. Like it's magic so good so for it's it's a dollar well spent if you enjoy cards against humanity i mean i might just spend a dollar even though i don't have cards against humanity (laughs) just to have those cards like you should get it before it goes away yeah Um, and uh the packaging is also great the cover is um a bunch of characters sitting around a table playing cards against humanity while garris is making out with femshep and um uh and then um on the inside it is it opens up, it's almost like a like a greeting card the way it opens and on one side of the opening is um commander shepherd male making a kissy face and on the other side is kaiden making a kissy face so when you close the card they kiss each other oh my goodness wait what's it called again totally fuckablealiens.com totally fuckablealiens.com yes i'm going to order mine for sure yeah i want to say it's a dollar with free shipping i could be wrong did it work? The oh my website? god, and they're so cute, the drawings. Right? It's like animation style. Yeah, it's really cute. Like, I love the fact that the the people at Bioware, like- Garrus is hot too. They actually like, uh, I want to say that cover of them all oh playing- Oh no, Thane's in the back throwing up. What? He's partying too hard. He's dying. <laughs> He's also probably partying too hard. Just be cool. It's cool. I'm so sad now. <laughs> um- but yeah, I, I from what I read of like an article, uh, Bioware actually were the the people that um d- that mandated that's what the cover be. They're like, we want them all like at partying, hanging out, playing cards against Maddie, except Garrus needs to be making out with Femshep with his hand on her boob. Oh yeah, and so like I love that that was their big stipulation on the packaging. Um, and uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, Tolly, Tolly, drinking through a straw, a straw. <laughs> yeah, like a crazy straw. Yeah, a crazy straw. Yeah, well, I mean, it's how she, I imagine it's how she would have to drink. Oh my! Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's she like wants a, to get really sick, like a hamster thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, 
anyway, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're into Cards Against Humanity or Mass Effect, that is um, a thing that you probably want. I'll put the link on Twits. On the Twits. And actually, I, I always mix them up. The Twits is Twitch or the Twits is Twitter? Twitter. Oh, the Twits is Twitter? That's what I always say. I was on the Twits. You know, it's just short for Twitter. Okay. Well, You're getting twitty with it. I don't know, something. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so my crush, and I was feeling really proud of myself that I was kind of just going a little crazy um, with like, a fairly new game, with a, a new character, and um, non-human. I figured I would be like kind of- Wait, ca- you have a non-human too? Yeah. I figured I'd be all- fuck did that happen? I figured I'd be all sorts of like counterculture and shit. Uh-huh. And then unfortunately, like a day or two ago- fucking kotaku wrote up an article about this character this character okay who is it um so there is uh <laughs> there's a race in um legend of zelda Breath please of the tell Wild. me it's a chocobo <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a race no uh, there's a race in um in breath of the wild called uh zora and they are like really tall muscular humanoids but their heads look like hammerhead sharks okay (laughs) and um there is a uh the male character is a prince zora prince his name is uh either sidon or sidon it's s-i-d-o-n probably sidon like poseidon Poseidon. um and he has like really sharp little jagged teeth and so he looks kind of scary at times but he's also really charming Mm -hmm. he's very supportive he's very like gung-ho you and he does this thing whenever he's done talking if he's really excited about things he licks his lips no like he looks at the camera and poses like with a bicep kind of thing i was have to say like Yes, and then he sort of like holds it there, smiling at you, until you progress past it. Oh, like, he is cute, of, and like he, he kind of looks like a shredder. Like he's really, really cool. He's really nice, and like there's already all sorts of like I guess fan fiction and fan art and all sorts of people uh, that fantasy just, art. Oh yeah, people are way into him, and it it was it was kind of nice actually to see that the internet rallied around him because as I was playing, I was like this monstrous fish head man is kind of charming it says link experiences platonic love of giant horses and dogs throughout his adventure as well as the affections of two fish-like creatures (laughs) whom everyone really wants to date in real life (laughs) because that prince's sister has very strong feelings for link and um, and meanwhile my link was establishing some feelings for the prince um but yeah he's like it's it's kind of ridiculous i saw him i was like huh that's pretty he's pretty fun. cool and then sure enough uh yeah everyone's way way into that character so yeah see i was smart picking an old one <laughs> nobody remembers thing well seriously i was like feeling like i was way ahead of the I curve i thought so too i wouldn't have guessed that either well if i had already experienced like, or encountered that character by last week i probably would have talked about it um but you know that's the uh, how do you spell his name s-i-d-o-n idea tis the curse of uh recording once a week you know yeah can't just get in there i know but you know i think i think that just means we're on par with right? what's happening in yeah. the world like we are uh yeah we're keeping up oh yes these are some good fan art okay we're gonna <laughs> i'll post some shit <laughs> i even did some screen grabs on the switch of him doing his fun like posy thing where he he poses and smiles remember that cartoon i think they were called tiger sharks 
Street sharks. Well, there was street sharks, right? which oh. is like the muscly ones. Yeah, they but were weird. Then there was another one called like tiger sharks. It was kind of like thundercats, but oh. they were underwater, like fish and I did not and know. sharks and things. No, do you remember? There was also remember those those shark fruit snacks that were like yes. eerie, like completely. Oh, uh, what were those called? Just sharks, right? I, I don't remember, but they were like I, they were actually opaque white, which was really strange because you know fruit snacks are usually you know, semi-transparent. You can typically see through them a little bit. Um, they're kind of cloudy, but, you know, they look like a gummy, not completely opaque, like a tooth. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. re- I remember getting them because they were just... I was actually thinking recently how many weird fad items I had in my lunch as a kid. Tiger but- sharks. Oh, seriously, he actually... That, that is similar. Okay. You know, you have to look up those fruit snacks, though, because I need to know what they were called. But like, that's the curse of you having your computer there all the time. Right. Um, I, uh, yeah, I was just thinking recently about like all the weird shit that ended up in my lunch uh, as a kid because like there were, you know, dunker- shark bites. Shark bites. Oh, that's such but a But they good- had the great white tiger shark. But that's such a good name for a fruit snack. Shark bites. Yeah. Jesus. The ferocious, tar- uh, ferocious tiger shark. God, and hope- then there was the great white shark as well. I hope whoever named that got a raise. That's really good. Um, but yeah, I remember like, remember like Squeeze-Its and then Mondo, I think, was um, another sort of squeezy drink that just tasted like poison. I'm assuming that's what poison tastes like because it was fucking Ooh, terrible. I've never had Mondo. It was not good. Oh, I remember the Garfield gummies. Remember those? Oh, yes. The fruit oh. snacks. Fruit snacks were dope back in the day. And then they did Gushers and it got a little crazy for me. But I like Gushers too. I ain't going to lie. Well, and then like Dunkaroos, which seriously, like there's no nutritional f- like facets of Dunkaroos. It's literally cookies and frosting. I think I don't understand how that happened. I think that's the dessert, right? I, I guess. It's weird. I never really think I need dessert with like a bag lunch. But I guess... Uh, I did as a kid, or I deserved that. Well, there's the Dunkaroos. I'm going through um, gr- uh, Google search for tiger sharks, and I'm getting like <laughs> Dunkaroos, Garfield, Gushers, trolleys, everything. <laughs> Which yeah. I will eat all of this because I'm a pig and I love snacks. But it's, it's weird how many of those probably don't exist anymore. <sighs> um, but yeah, I just I couldn't help but think like, man, there were a lot of like fruit really... by the foot. Oh yeah, fruit by the foot. That was dope. Yeah. Like fruit by the foot, of course. I always, you know, I liken to bubble tape. Uh, you know, the other like six feet of bubble gum for you, not them. Fruit string thing, remember that? I never did fruit string thing. Yeah, it was like that thing you unraveled. Oh shit! And it just unraveled, yes. unraveled, unraveled. Well, you remember, like on like jol- uh, Jolly Rant? No, uh, fruit roll ups. Like how they all had different shapes that you could peel out. Link had fruit snacks. I did not know that. I, I think, think I had I Legend had of Zelda those. cereal at one point. Uh, there's a food item there called Mr. Salty. Oh, yeah. Which, Ooh, peanut butter and pretzels. Ooh, that sounds good. good. It does, but Mr. Salty sounds a little inappropriate to give your children. Mm. I feel like Mr. Salty has to introduce himself whenever he moves into a new house. I think I like you that. You know, to all the neighbors. Oh, yeah, that's bad. We don't, <laughs> you don't want that. No. You don't want to live next to Mr. Salty, but you will eat his product. Whoa! <laughs> Did that come out wrong? Maybe. <laughs> if you want to swallow Mr. Salty, like I, I just product. have a thing for pretzels and peanut butter. Okay, that's all I'm saying. You're not. No, that's that's a, a totally valid. Uh, <laughs> that's a valid thing to to enjoy. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think so. <laughs> Mr. Salty. And whoever named that got fired. <laughs> fired. It lasted all of one week. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho. Anywho. Well, that's all I got for this week. Is there anything else you want to talk about? That's all I got. There was this one story I wanted to tell, and I was laughing my head off, and I completely forgot what it was, and I still can't remember. So maybe next week I'll have a funny story to tell. You need to write it down as soon as it comes to you, like yeah. memento style. Because remember I was telling you, my my short-term memory is really bad. What's, a friend of mine in high school had a theory that answering machine beeps are memory erasers. Oh. Do you ever think about, like, do you ever have that thing where, like, you'd call a friend, like, from a home phone? Uh-huh. So you didn't have your cell phone telling you who you called. And, you know, you'd listen to the thing of, like, oh, you know, we're not here. Leave a message after the beep. It beeps beep. and you go blank. And you straight up go, uh. Why'd I call? <laughs> or who? Like, I all the time I'd be like, uh, this is Rob. Um, call me back. <laughs> call me. And, of course, I was like, this is, like, the family answering machine I'm leaving a message on. So I have... I'm hoping that whoever listens to it, whether it be a sibling of the friend I called or a parent, knows that, like, whichever child they have needs to call me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, I don't know who I called anymore. I've, no. I can barely remember my own name at this point. Yeah. I know. Isn't yeah. it weird? That's why we do Dictionary Word of the Week, which I didn't even use. <laughs> but we're going to use it right now because we... So s- is it a noun or a verb? Does it say? Stravage. It's, it's Stravage. sorry (laughs) fuck i can't even get it together stravag is probably a verb i would no it's probably a noun or i should make my adjective now we've gone through like all of the options uh is it a word (laughs) it's some sort of word did we just make it up it is a verb ah that makes so yeah because you can stravag i have been stravaging Through Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Stravagian. That sounds stupid, though. Like, you just made that up. But it makes us sound smart. Yeah. And I like sounding smart. I like it, too. I do my best to uh, give that illusion on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, me too. Doesn't work out so well for me, though. Oh, I did want to bring up this graphic novel I was reading really fast. How much time do we have, though? We've got time. Okay. The Wicked and the Divine, which... I hear is going to be a series on television eventually. Ooh. Don't quote me. It was through the grapevine. So I'm not sure. But The Wicked and the Divine, it's by, um, geez, I'm going to screw all these names up. Gillen McKelvey and Wilson Cowles. Wilson Cowles. And basically, it's about this girl who's a fangirl. And she's obsessed with all these rock stars. And the rock stars are actually ancient gods that come back to Earth for a certain amount of time and then they die off and come back later. And it's kind of like the cycle that the gods have to live through every so many years. And this girl, she's obsessed and there's all these bad things happening. Somebody's trying to kill, like, somebody's trying to kill Lucifer. Lucifer is a girl in this, which I love. And Mm. she's kind of like bi, so she goes, she's a switch hitter, which I love. Which was the name of our last podcast. <laughs> and um, and so she, um, this normal fangirl has this relationship with these gods and starts to like be intertwined into their lives and 
kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Interview with the Vampire, a little bit. It's like the new girl in town brings in nothing really special until she becomes somebody of importance, which you find out later on. Cool. Anyhow, really cool. It's a very good like social commentary. It's and um, there's a lot of there's even um, cons for these gods. So you go, can go to like God Con or whatever they call it, and <laughs> and like go fangirl with them. And yeah, so I really recommend it. There's four or five um, trades trades out so far, and it's really good. And the art is tremendous. It's very poppy. Yeah, it's, I was like, just and as you like are are sort of fanning through it. It's very clean. It's very clean. It's very colorful. And each um. Each section begins with like a headshot of the character it's about, and it's That's really cool. pretty. Yeah, these are really good cosplay characters too. If if I wanted to cosplay, I could definitely. Yeah, it was like that last one you showed. I can imagine you doing some cool makeup. I for actually that thought one. about doing her last year for Comic Con, but then I realized, oh wait, nobody wants to cosplay with me, so I'm not going solo. I need like a a trove of gods with me. Um, Lucifer. That's awesome. She's fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah, page one, baby. Well, I'm very excited so, about yeah, the, uh, digging into that. Yeah, The Wicked and the Divine. Rob's going to read it. He can yep. tell us all about it next week. Oh, my God. It's like a book report. Yeah. That'll be fun. Awesome. And then I'm going to talk about another one, um, graphic novel next week called um, Firebrand that a friend did. And it's really good. Cool. Yeah, that's available on Webtoons if anybody wants to catch up and kind of like tune in and we can maybe talk a little bit about it next week. So Firebrand, and it's by, I know it's by, I, one of the authors is Jessica Chobot, and the other one, I can't remember her name, but Firebrand. You gotta have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's thanks, it. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us this time. Thanks for joining us. So if you want to find Satine on the social medias, you should find her at? Satine the Dream, uh, C-E-T- I-N-E-T-H-E-D-R-E-A-M on Instagram and Twitter, and just my first name, Satine, on Twitch. And I am Fast Danger on Twitter, and Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out, on Instagram and Twitch. And you can find us, uh, the podcast, at bitdiffpodcast, B-I-T-D-I-F-F-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And because I got all demandy last week, I'm going to say it nicely. Please follow, rate, and comment <laughs> in iTunes and Google Play. Please. Would you kindly? Would you kindly please? And that's how people find us, and that's how they can search us, and we get on, you know, it, we're findable if you rate and comment, too. So that really helps us out. Also. Yeah. Uh yeah oh and you we're gonna start doing guests pretty soon we are we, yes we said we were gonna start maybe around episode ten this is eight okay yeah we're getting there so I think we're we getting get there ten down first and then we would do start yeah. bringing in uh start bringing in a third yeah and then we also want to do some live podcasting um on maybe Twitch that'd be fun yeah and we can play some games and chat with people and um 
I feel there's going to be a lot of uhs and ums just as we are playing a game. Well, I do that in the podcast, so we're good. <laughs> well, I feel like I will be nothing but ums and uhs at this point. Uh, we'll, we'll, switch, we'll switch hit. You'll talk. Uh, okay. Play, I'll talk. There play. we go. Yeah. We yeah. can do it that way. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. All right. Ciao, Bye. Bye. <laughs>